first episode of the podcast. Yay! Um, so today we'll be doing a short introduction of who I am, um, some plans for the podcast, a little bit of that kind of stuff, and then I will be doing 14 Marvel questions to get to know me. Um, and I'm very excited you're here. So thank you so, so, so much for tuning in and listening to the first episode. So my name is Kaylee, and I am from a small town in New Mexico. I am 26 years old. Um, I currently live with my parents and our two cats and one dog. Um, my cat is named Darcy after Darcy Lewis, and then we have a cat named Coco, and my parents just got a new dog, and her name is Maya. They also have three horses. Um, I'm employed part-time currently as a market research contractor. Um, I was previously in the higher education world. I was an admissions counselor for three years in Colorado. Um, I have a bachelor's in marketing, and... Um, a little bit about me and why I want to start this podcast is that I struggled with anxiety and depression um, since I was a teenager, but I started showing symptoms of bipolar disorder at 23 years old, and I was diagnosed with bipolar um, when I was just when I just turned 24 years old. Um, and so that's something I've been struggling with a lot the last two, two and a half, three years. And so I really wanted to start this podcast to combine my love of Marvel with um, mental health, which is something I'm very passionate with as well. Um, so that's just a little bit about me. Um, next, I wanted to talk about my experience in the Marvel fandom and go more into that. So I was not one of the first people in the Marvel fandom, not even close. Um, I never watched a Marvel movie until fall of 2014 actually um so over i think six years since the first marvel movie came out since iron man came out um is when i joined the marvel fandom so um i was just never really into superhero movies never had any desire to watch them but um when i was in college actually my friend group at the time one of um, the girls in my friend group, she was really, really into Marvel. And so we had a Marvel marathon where we spent like, I think it was a Saturday, watching every single Marvel movie, MC, I should say MCU Marvel movie um, in order. And we watched all of those and that's when I fell in love with it. Um, and that was back when you could still watch um, all the Marvel, all the MCU in one day without it being horrifying and terrible. I don't even think you can do it in 24 hours anymore. Um, so the movie that we were watching that really made me fall in love with Marvel was, um, actually Captain America Winter Soldier, and that is still my favorite movie of all time, just because, probably of this moment, and because I love the movie too, but, um, it always had, like, such a special place in my heart, because I was just flabbergasted, honestly, watching this movie, because, um, the moment when... The mask falls and Bucky Barnes is revealed to be the Winter Soldier. I was as shocked as Captain America was <laughs> because I had absolutely no idea um, that they were going to go that way. So uh, that's the moment that just kind of, I guess you could say, lived rent free in my head. Um, and then the first movie I saw in theaters was in 2015 was Avengers Age of Ultron. It is ever since that movie came out, I have seen every single Marvel movie in theaters, excluding one. 
Um, and I usually watch them at least two or three times in theaters before they come out um, on DVD and now Disney+. Plus. Um, and I can talk about that later because I kind of did actually leave the fandom for a little bit, which is why I did not see one of the movies in theaters. So there's that. <laughs> Um, I was never super active in the fandom. Um, I was on Tumblr, and that's kind of most of where that started and ended. Um, archive of our own a little bit. I was reading fanfic back then. Not as much, I guess I would say, as I did later on. But yeah, mostly on Tumblr, mostly just reposting. I didn't make a lot of original content for the Marvel fandom at that time. Um, um, but now I make a lot more content um, I'm active on TikTok primarily, um, super active on there. I write a little bit of fan fiction, not really much right now, but I was really into it for a while. Um, and so I'm obviously I'm active on Archive of Our Own because of that. That's the only um, fan, uh, fan fiction site I really like, so that's when I stay focused on. Um, back in, I guess, when WandaVision was coming out is really when I started being active on the Marvel side of TikTok. Um, and I'll talk about that more, but the reason um, it was I wasn't active in Marvel TikTok until then was because I actually left the fandom um, between Endgame and WandaVision coming out. So um, I said that there was a movie that I didn't see in theaters. It was Spider-Man Far From Home, um, and that was because that came out a few months after Endgame, and I was done with Marvel at that time. Um, so after Endgame came out, I decided I was leaving the Marvel fandom. I unfollowed everyone on Tumblr that posted mostly Marvel, and I just said, you know, I'm never, ever doing that again. Um, I am personally not a fan of Endgame. I know some people really like it. Um, there's parts of it I do like. It's not like the worst movie, Marvel movie, in my opinion, not anything, not even close. Um, there's movies that I've seen that are much worse. Um, I guess I was just kind of like, well, you know, phase three, one through three, they kind of are going to be their own thing, and then Phase 4 is going to be its own thing, and I'm just going to be happy with being a fan from 2014 to the end of Phase 3, and I'm done. Um, I was very unhappy with characterization of some of the characters, I was unhappy with some of the decisions that were made with the world building, um, and I can, you know, possibly make a podcast eventually about, like, my least favorite Marvel movies, because I do have some hot takes. There are some movies that everyone in the fandom loves, and I just do not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I left the Marvel fandom, um, I would say, I would, mm, so Endgame came out, I believe, it was either end of March or early April, and then I did not watch Far From Home until December of 2019, and then I kind of was like, oh, okay, well maybe I'll be like a super casual fan, like I'm just not gonna get invested again, but I'll be, I'll like watch the movies, because Far From Home is good. And so, and then the pandemic happened, and then all the movies got canceled, and so I was like, well, no one's making content anyway, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, and then when they announced um, all of the TV shows and stuff coming to Disney+, Plus, I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to get pulled back into the Marvel fandom. Um, and I did. I got not only pulled back, but I became probably much of a, not only a bigger fan, but it became like my number one fandom and right now it is, I would say, my only fandom that I am super duper active in. Um, there's other fandoms that I'm in. There's a lot that I was in that I'm not anymore. For example, um, I'm in the Star Wars fandom, kind of. I just joined it. 
a few months ago i started watching everything in timeline order including all the tv shows all the cartoon tv shows stuff like that i'm not cut up yet um i'm currently on book of boba fett so i'm getting a lot closer i've finished the mandalorian recently which is one of the ones i'd actually seen i'd seen um this is a little bit of a tangent but i <laughs> the only ones i had seen before watching this is i thought i had seen the prequels but i watched when i watched the prequels i was like i've never seen these movies so the only things i had watched was four five six seven eight nine the mandalorian season one and two rogue one and han solo and that was it which is i mean a good portion but if you look at like the actual watch time of everything star wars clone wars takes up a lot <laughs> and i'd never seen that and i never seen the prequels so um yeah and i'm keeping up with andor i kept up with um obi-wan kenobi when that came out so i am active i guess technically in that fandom i don't make much content about it i kind of do um and then like the x-men movies i've seen i make content about that a little bit and i could talk about that because that is technically marvel but it's not the MCU, which is, I guess, where I focus a lot of my attention. Um, and then there's other shows that I just kind of fell out of love with, or it just kind of fizzled. Supernatural being one of them. Honestly, just Super Hulock in general. So including um, Doctor Who, Sherlock. I recently watched Elementary, which is a much better version of Sherlock, in my opinion. Um, that was really good. Um, and stuff like that so there's I, there's a lot of fandoms i've been in that i just haven't stayed in but marvel is the only one i really stayed in for more than a few years um i'll talk a little bit about my tiktok so my tiktok is the only social media that i've ever actually gotten a large following i would say on and i don't have a large following as in hundreds of thousands i have I currently have three thousand followers on tiktok so it's not a huge amount but for me it's a lot because i've never had very many i've never had more than a few hundred on any other social media that i've had uh, so I started making content when WandaVision came out because everyone was making content about WandaVision. Um, it was honestly, in my opinion, one of the best times to be a Marvel fan because everyone was off of that hiatus and just wanted to make content and talk about it and have theories. And week by week, everyone was like trying to figure out what the show even was because until episode four, you had no idea what was going on <laughs> at all. Um, and so it was honestly just like, in my opinion, such a great time to be a Marvel fan and to make content. And that's when I started making Marvel TikToks. I had been active on TikTok, um, for about a year, maybe a year and a half prior, um, making just personal TikToks. I used to make TikToks about my job, about mental health. Um, but that's when I kind of switched over to making about Marvel. Um, and then a few months after that is when I fully converted my tiktok to a marvel account um and only exclusively made fandom content on there instead of doing like half personal half marvel um i would say i didn't gain that much of a following until i had a couple videos blow up um july i believe of last year is when um those were blowing up and i got over a thousand new followers um just from a series that i made and then slowly building and losing and then i've had a couple you know blow up i don't have a super active like following i get a couple hundred views usually um per video maybe i'll hit a thousand if it's like you know the algorithm is my friend that day um but i love tiktok um i love making tiktoks um, i'm a little burned out if we're being honest on tiktok which is why i wanted to start a new marvel project that um wasn't tiktok <laughs> um 
and so that's why I kind of wanted to start the podcast. I had a little stint in trying to be a YouTuber. Realized I don't like YouTube. I don't like editing my face. It's very annoying to do that. And so I decided, you know what is great about podcasting? You don't have to look at your own face when editing, just your voice. And I don't think my voice is like the worst thing in the world. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's about wraps up that section of um, my history in the Marvel fandom. Um, so next we're going to talk about plans for the podcast. And so um, the reason I came up with this podcast is that for me, Marvel is more than just a fandom. Marvel is something that keeps me going. Um, because I I mentioned that I was diagnosed with bipolar. I have pretty severe bipolar, especially right now. My life um, is not going very well. <laughs> um, I'm doing my best, but, you know, I'm only able to work part-time. I'm currently living with my parents because I can't live on my own. Um, it can be very hard sometimes um, just going through your day with a life like that, especially when you're 26 years old and all of your friends are much farther ahead of you in life. And so there's been days where I just wanted to not be here on Earth anymore. And sometimes, you know, it's those small things like thinking about my cat, you know, having to not having to wonder where I went and that will keep me alive. Or honestly, there was a specific situation, which is honestly what inspired the name of this podcast, where I was like very, very, very bad day. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to this thought I'm having, I'm just going to wait until this day. There's a new episode of the Marvel show that's out right now. I will revisit this thought after I see that episode. And by the time that episode came out, those thoughts were gone because that's how bipolar works. It's a roller coaster, right? So that's about the name. <laughs> um, and so I want this podcast to be not only about Marvel and how mental illness and mental health intersects with that, but you know, not every sub episode will be about that. It'll be some episodes will be focused on just Marvel, just mental health, probably not as many of just mental health because I want it to be very much fandom focused. And then there'll be some episodes where it does talk about how mental health and fandom intersect. I don't want to limit that, but I do want to have the theme being those two things because those are two things that are so huge in my life right now. So my plan for the podcast is hopefully to release um, one episode a week. Um, I haven't 100% decided on what day I want to do, however, so give me a little leeway with that. I will let you guys know once I 100% pick a date. Um, I'm thinking possibly it being, you know, maybe early in the week, just so I have the weekend to finish editing, but I'm not 100% sure because working part-time, it does give me that allowance to do it, but, you know, the reason I work part-time is because I'm mentally ill, so I don't have... <laughs> as as much energy as like a normal person to be able to like edit edit and record and come up with ideas and so it's play by ear but for now i want to do at least one episode a week um but i hope all, most of my episodes will be about 30 minutes um and hopefully once i get used to podcasting i'll be able to make them a little longer i know a lot of people prefer hour-long episodes um but the idea of talking to myself for an hour is terrifying i do want to have guests eventually but i also have anxiety so <laughs> We'll see about that. Um, I do have one guest who told me they would be on it. It is my mother. Um, so that might be kind of fun. It might be awful. We'll, we'll see. She agreed to hopefully um, let me test her knowledge of fandom as someone who's not in fandom. Um, but she hears me um, blathering about Marvel and fandom like all, literally all the time. I like force her to hear about the drama of Marvel constantly. 
Um, and so that I have someone for my first guest. Um, after that, I'd have to work up the nerve to have people video chat with me and do that. So that's terrifying. <laughs> and so hopefully I'll be able to do that at some point. But for now, it's just going to be me. Um, but I have lots of ideas for the podcast. So I'm already very excited about stuff like that. And uh, I do want to let everyone know for that I will hopefully, most times I'll be letting you know ahead of time what the plans are for the next podcast so you can get excited about it. Um, I think next week I want to do a review of She-Hulk um, since that will be coming out on thir- this Thursday. Um, I'm recording this on Tuesday. I don't know when this is going to be up because I've never edited a podcast before. Um, and so hopefully next week I will have a review of She-Hulk for you. And that about sums that up. The last thing I want to do today is I have prepared 14 questions about Marvel, about my favorite things in Marvel. Um, I did 14 because um, the MCU has now existed for 14 years since it started in 2008 with the first Iron Man movie. Um, and so I thought this would be kind of just a fun way to get to know me. Um, mostly it's just super simple things and... You'll just learn a lot of little fun facts about me, and hopefully that'll be interesting. <laughs> um, so, number one, I have already mentioned this, so we're going to get out of the way. Favorite MCU movie is, of course, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Um, I honestly think a movie would have to be so incredible that I shit myself <laughs> for this to change. And I generally mean that because there's been so many really good movies that I've absolutely loved, and I just cannot move that movie from the top spot. Um, favorite MCU TV show. And so before I start this question, I want to clarify how I'm categorizing these things. So there's a lot of, t- there not a lot, there's a few TV shows that Marvel has that either are technically MCU adjacent now, were MCU canon, and are now uncanon. And so I've decided only the Disney Plus shows that came out during Phase 4 is what I'm counting for a f- favorite MCU show. And I have later in like two questions, I'll have favorite non MCU TV show, non MCU Marvel TV show, and that'll include the Defender series, even though that's technically canon now. Um, Agents of Shield, which was canon at one time, um, and stuff like that. So now that we've <laughs> overexplained ourselves, uh, my favorite MCU TV show is WandaVision. I adore WandaVision. It's honestly, I feel like genuinely, I feel like it is the perfect TV show. Um, and that might be biased because it was what brought me back into the fandom and it's like a time in the fandom that I absolutely adored, but it was just so good. (laughs) I loved it so much and it was, it, it got into deep, it went into dark times and dark places while still being lighthearted somehow. And I very amazed at how they were able to do that. Um, I don't want to like constantly say my second favorite things, but for this one, I will. It's a very close second for me. Is Moon Knight. I adore Moon Knight. Um, that one is honestly just a lot harder to watch, even though there is the lighthearted MCU-ness of it in some of the episodes. Um, but I was literally sobbing. <laughs> was it episode five? Um, yeah. Um, where they talk about his past. Yeah. Um, literally sobbing like a baby. And that one had a deep emotional impact on me, um, but I don't enjoy rewatching it, I would say, as much as I enjoy rewatching WandaVision. Um, and I just have such good memories of WandaVision coming out. And I was in a much better place in my life when WandaVision was coming out, so I feel like that also influenced it. Because when um, 
when Moon Knight was coming out, it was not in a very good place in my life, so that's kind of an unfortunate of it, like, I feel like it's clouded a little bit. For WandaVision, I was actually doing pretty well mentally, um, even though that was after I got diagnosed. Anyway, moving on from me talking about being depressed. <laughs> so, number three is my favorite non-MCU Marvel movie. Um, and for me, that is Logan. That is actually the only Marvel movie I had seen prior to 2014. Um, and I saw that, I don't know when that came out in theaters, I remember watching it in high school, so whenever that came out, I remember watching it without knowing anything about the X-Men, which I know is probably kind of dumb, but I really liked it back then, even though I didn't understand some of it, obviously, and then when I did my X-Men watch for the first time, because I hadn't seen any of them, and then, uh, I want to say late 2021, or no, maybe early 2021, last year <laughs> at some point, um, I watched all the X-Men movies in order, and I just thought Logan was so incredible. It was so good. Um, so that one's pretty self-explanatory. Um, number four is favorite non-MCU Marvel TV show. So I've kind of explained how that's Defender series, any of the ones that were airing earlier on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they uncanonized. Stuff like that. So for me, that's Daredevil. I actually really, really loved the Defender series. Um, I would say I was actually almost a bigger fan of the Defender series at one point in my life than I was of the MCU. I was super into it. Um, and Daredevil was my favorite of the four. Um, I guess five, if you consider the crossover um, season. And I am... Well, I'll talk about this, like... Like, ooh, spoiler, but I'll talk about this later. But I am so excited um, for the new Daredevil series coming. If it's bad, I will cry, <laughs> honestly. Um, and I'm, just, I'm very happy that he is now canon in the MCU because I adore the more I adore, I adore that entire series, but I adore Daredevils specifically a lot. So I'm very happy about that. Um, favorite number five is favorite character, and so if any of you um follow me on TikTok, you know this very very easily. But <laughs> my favorite character is Bucky Barnes. Um, again, I adore him. Um, he's someone I have found comfort in. Um, since I started watching, um, Marvel, and especially even especially like after getting diagnosed, um, he brought me a lot of comfort. Um, just being visibly mentally unwell i guess you could say um and i don't want to like say that as like a bad thing like i i really appreciated i don't know what episode it is um in captain america or not captain america in the falcon and the winter soldier um he specifically talks about being crazy and he knows crazy because he is crazy and how he just like says that and i just like really appreciate him and how he's portrayed in not being perfect but working on it and not being a hero, not being a villain, being like the perfect and I just don't think about him. I just I love him. He's great. Um next three actually are all within the same realm of the same question. And I didn't want to just pick one because if you follow again, if you follow me on TikTok, you know who my favorite ship is. So I thought I'd spice it up a little bit. So I have favorite straight ship, so favorite male female ship, favorite gay ship. Male, male ship, and favorite lesbian ship, female, female. Um, so number six is favorite straight ship. And for me right now, and like, this, I should have clarified, these all change constantly. So, you know, this might be right now because this movie came out within the last, you know, calendar year. 
Um, but right now my favorite straight ship is definitely Peter and MJ. I just think they are so adorable and so cute and they're the perfect like teen romance and they're just so pure and MJ is like, uh, I'm gonna like cry. Um, when she says she'll remember him after he tells her that they're all gonna forget him. Oh, and just their like last interaction in that movie just makes me like love cry. So good. Um, and then number seven is favorite gay ship, and that is Sam and Bucky. Um, again, if you follow me on TikTok, you know that I'm, like, literally their number one fan. <laughs> um, I had a series, actually, that I quit because I suck, but where I would come up with a headcanon about them as a couple every day. And originally I wanted to go until we saw them on screen again, which would be Captain America 4. And, um, now there's a good chance that Bucky's not gonna be in Captain America 4, and I got super burned out of it, and I should have, like, spaced it out more. Like, I should have done, like, one a week or something. Um, and so I ended up just, like, completely burning out, and I just let my fans know, like, not my fans, my followers. I don't have fans. <laughs> um, like, um, yeah, I just let them know, like, I can't do this anymore because I was just, like, only making that content. Like, I was miserable. Um, my brain was fried from trying to do it. And I originally started it because I was like, oh, it'll inspire me to write more. And I have not written anything since I started that series. So clearly it didn't work. Um, but yeah, um, I was originally a Stucky shipper, but I was also shipped Sam and Bucky, like, adjacently, I guess, like, since Civil War. I've been shipping them. Um, and then after Endgame, you know, I kind of, like, I didn't really ship them because I left the fandom. But I was like, yeah, I ship them. Like, when he put his hand on his back, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, they're better than, than Stephen Bucky, for sure. Um, and then when I kind of rejoined the fandom, I, like, ended up on, like, Sam Bucky and, like, the Sam Bucky side of, like, the internet or whatever. And um, I just, like, became more and more obsessed with them. And I just feel like they're such a good match. And they don't, but they're, like, the perfect, like, enemies to lovers. Like, their fanfiction is, like, top-notch, especially the fanfiction written after, like... Winter Soldier or Age of Ultron came out where Sam is like looking for him. That fanfiction is so good. Anyway. Um, last of the ship questions is favorite um, lesbian female female ship is Carol Danvers and Maria Rambeau. I really like Captain Marvel. Um, hot take, I know. Um, shocking, I love me and loves the like lesbian movie, which is not a lesbian movie, but you know, closest we got in the MCU, am I right? <laughs> um, but no, I really like Carol Danvers and Maria Rambeau. I think they're both very, I guess, like good for each other. Um, they do remind me of Stucky actually a lot in the way that like Carol didn't remember her, and they, I guess I don't, I don't think they remind me of Stucky. They remind me of Stucky fan fiction. I should clarify that. Um, and I think that it would have been so easy for them to have just added the fact that they were, like, in a relationship because it would have literally changed nothing about the about the movie. So, um, that is frustrating, but I really think they're a cute ship. And, um, obviously Maria's dead now in the timeline, and that sucks, but I don't care. I'm just gonna pretend that they, Carol didn't have to, like, save the world, not the world, save the universe constantly, and that they got to live happily ever after because I think they would have been, like, the cutest relationship ever anyway um <laughs> moving on from shipping which i know is not everyone's cup of tea but that's not like something that i've been involved in on like every fandom i've been in um is number nine which is favorite phase one movie 
Um, and so what I decided to do for the next three questions as well is because I have my favorite movie, which is a phase two movie, I'm doing my favorite movie from the other phases. So I'm not going to ask favorite phase two movie because obviously Captain America Winter Soldier is going to be my favorite phase two movie It's my if it's my favorite phase favorite movie of all time right of all you know not of all time but you know what i mean um and so yeah so the next three questions will be like similar to that so my favorite phase one movie is the avengers this one's pretty easy honestly there's not that many movies in phase one and most of them are not the best i'm not saying they're bad but they're all like you know the first movie in a trilogy and you know those can be a little rough <laughs> um and, you know, The Avengers is a classic. I mean, it's it's hard to, like, think that The Avengers is bad. It's it's good. It's it's there. It's classic. It's like the dominoes of the MCU. Like, it's not the best pizza you're ever going to have. But, like, you know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Definitely Avengers. Um, nothing to really say about that. Um, question 10 is favorite Phase 3 movie. And... Um, for me, that is Thor Ragnarok. I adore Thor Ragnarok. I wish all of the Thor movies were like Thor Ragnarok, and they are not. <laughs> um, something about it is just so... It's funny, it's camp, but it's not too much. Because honestly, I, I, I did like Thor Love and Thunder, but there are a lot of moments where it's just too much. And Thor Ragnarok is the same way, but there's no moments where it's too much for me, if that makes sense. Um, I loved how Loki was portrayed in this movie as someone who really who likes Loki. I'm not like really a Loki stan, but I like him. Um, I love the new characters, Valkyrie and Korg, amazing. Um, it's a beautiful movie. Oh my god. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's funny with and then there's with still having a dark subplot, which I love as well. Hilo's a great villain. Honestly, just ten out of ten movie. I'd probably say it's my second favorite movie of all time. Um, and my third favorite movie of all time is probably Black Panther, which is also Phase 3, which is the only reason it's not on this list. Um, but yeah, honestly, great movie, 10 out of 10. The plot makes sense. There's no weird things in the plot where I'm like, ooh, which honestly, my favorite Phase 4 movie has one of those things, but you know what? We're not going to talk about it. Well, we're going to talk about it, but it's fine then. <laughs> Number 11 is favorite Phase 4 movie. Um, and, um, I don't know if you'd be able to guess what it is based on me saying that there's a major plot point problem, but it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Before I talk about the plot point problem, just know that I love this movie. I nearly blacked out in the theater, for being 100% honest, because I convinced myself that Andrew and Toby were not going to be in it, because I knew if I convinced myself and it didn't happen, I would be disappointed. So I told myself, you're not allowed to believe it. No matter how much evidence you get, you're not allowed to believe it unless it's in an tr official trailer. And so I told myself they're not going to be in it. I watched the movies of course before but i still told myself you're not going to be in it so do not let yourself believe because then you're going to be disappointed so then when they did show up i nearly like blacked out i didn't but i want to <laughs> so i was just like oh my god and just the fandom at that point was also everyone was just so happy you know like you know a month or so after it came out people started pulling apart the plot and how the plot like actually kind of sucks which is true but like when it was actually coming out it was the best time honestly to be a marvel fan because everyone was just so happy that being said um the whole thing about the spell because he the whole <laughs> okay 
I don't want to like talk about this too much because I just want this to be like very short for each question. But I, I will say, Peter not knowing that he could call is actually totally reasonable because I was an admissions counselor, so I actually do have experience in this. However, depending on the school you go to, they'll let you know. I I believe if you can start a process to be looked over for a second time. So I don't know, but I mean, it, I don't know. I worked at a very um open acceptance i guess you could say we accepted like 98 percent of our students so um i guess it might be like different than like a super selective school like that but anyway that's like neither here nor there um dr strange agreeing to do this bill because of that reason is pretty dumb it's pretty dumb setup but like i can look over a dumb setup if the movie is good and i think the movie is good and there we go all right now we're on question 12. So this one is favorite superhero, and I know I already argued my favorite character, but I think a character and and a superhero are very different. So when I say favorite superhero, I'm not actually talking about like, okay, well, I guess I should say who it is and then I can like explain it. So my favorite superhero is Captain America. And when I say Captain America, I do not mean Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers is definitely not my favorite. And I'm especially pissed at him actually um, post Endgame. Um, but for superhero, that's just this kind of like the persona, right? And so for right now, Captain America also includes Sam Wilson's Captain America, who I really like. Um, also, I love his outfit with like the wings. Oh, amazing. Um, and he's always like, kind of been my favorite. I used to really like Steve Rogers, which helps. And so that's why that one is my favorite superhero, but not necessarily my favorite character. Yeah. Um, number 13 is favorite villain. And so this one is kind of a hard pick because there's actually a lot of villains I like. Um, a lot of villains I love, honestly. And it's super hard to pick a villain. Um, and so I just kind of did one that I enjoy a lot, if that makes sense. And so I picked Agatha Harkness. This one definitely changes all the time. Um, originally, I was going to say the Scarlet Witch, but honestly, I didn't love... It's hard because I loved her in that movie in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. But I didn't love her being the villain. Like, I didn't, like, her intentions, obviously they make sense, but they were unreasonable. If that, it's hard to explain. Anyways, I like Agatha Harkness because she literally just, like, shows up and it's like, I'm gonna cause chaos because I can. And, and the song Agatha All Along is um, super camp and super amazing and um, a 10 out of 10. So I just picked her for now. You know, that one, it literally changes hourly, so... I literally just left that blank and I did that one last and I was like, eh, I'll just pick Agatha. <laughs> if we're being honest. But there's so many there's so many good villains. I would say Hella is definitely close as well. Um even though honestly she was just kinda like a little bit much. Even though I literally just said that movie had like was never a bit much, she was like a little bit much. Um and last but not least is the one question without the word favorite in it. But I wanted to do it last because of that. And that is movie or show I am most excited for coming up. And so this one is hard because obviously, like, I'm excited about every movie. And so for... I'm excited about every movie for, like, different reasons, right? So, like, for example, like, the new Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I'm very excited about that movie. However, I've known about that movie for a long time, right? We've known about that movie for a few years. And so I don't feel the same amount of excitement that I would for a movie that I didn't think I was ever going to get, for example, right? 
Um, another example is I'm very excited about Thunderbolts because it has Yelena and Bucky. However, there's some characters in it that I feel like are going to get on my nerves. <laughs> so I'm not actually as excited about it. I picked this show, spoiler, because I never thought it was going to happen. Ever. Ever. People talked about it. I didn't believe them. I honestly thought that his story was done and I had accepted that until recently and I guess I should just say it and say why I, it excites me um but the movie is Daredevil Born Again I am so excited and I think I probably spoiled this earlier when I talked about Daredevil but oh my god I never thought we would get not only did I never think we'd get Daredevil, Daredevil back I never thought we'd get Charlie Cox as Daredevil back um when we did get him back in the MCU I thought it was a cameo I didn't think it was gonna go past him being in No Way Home, honestly. And I am so happy that he is coming back. I'm so happy that this is existing. I am so happy that um, we're getting 18 episodes, which is 18, I think it's 18, um, which all the other shows are six. So I feel like um, Marvel or Daredevil fans specifically stay winning constantly. Um, and so, yeah, that's definitely like the one I'm most excited for, but I'm honestly excited for like everything. Like when they dropped Slate for phase five, about died um and yeah all right so that's that for that little segment to get to know me i hope you found it enjoyable and it wasn't just like super awful and annoying um and that wraps up the episode pretty much however um there's a couple other things that i wanted to mention so I'm mostly one thing actually um so i want to end every episode no matter what we talk about with a positive quote um and i just think that is something that toxic positivity is bad but staying positive is something that i look forward to doing and strive to do and i hope to share that with you guys a little bit so here's today's positive quote you have to take risks we will only understand the miracle of life fully when we allow the unexpected to happen and I thought that was a really great um, quote because I'm starting this podcast. And I think that is it. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you made it to this point. Um, hopefully someone does, besides like my mom. Shout out, mom. Um, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe and leave a review. I would absolutely adore you forever. And please stay safe and have a wonderful and healthy week. Goodbye.